0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Hunts State here with Selena, but actually not really here. This is a rerun, but it's a treat. Anyways, I am off doing crazy stuff in the world. If you haven't noticed, I've been doing a live series with TikTok. Last week, we were with Haley and Kendra at the St. Louis. Um, What is it called again, Adam? Oh, gosh. oh my gosh. City, City Museum. Museum. City Museum where we got to explore that video will be up on YouTube soon. This is actually coming out the day after me and Chris's um, amazing video. Honestly, I'm flying out tomorrow to see her. It's going to be a five-hour flight. It's going to be awesome. We're going to see her. We're going to do the expensive taste test. If you haven't heard of that, look up Cosmo. They do the expensive taste test i am literally flying to vancouver with a suitcase full of really random stuff so if they pull my suitcase to look at it they are going to be confused but the week after that so you'll be able to tune in for the next two first we are going to see the useless farm of course you've heard of them on TikTok. we got crazy karen the emu who's probably going to attack me and then the week after that, we're going to go see Chelsea Lynn to really trash Tammy herself. We're going down to San Diego, baby. So make sure you turn into those huge things are coming up in the future. I can't wait for you guys to hear all about it. Can't talk about it all yet, but let's just say 2022 is going to be the year for me and you. Enjoy this episode is so much fun guys i had my dad on we talked about ghosts we talked about the mothman and we talked about everything spooky in between last episode you told me you loved my childhood stuff so i had to bring my dad on so stick around and have fun welcome
2: welcome to the haunted estate
1: hello and welcome back to the haunted estate here with your host yes that's me the weird girl from the internet selena spooky boo and today we are getting spookier than ever and of course we have to have father spooky boo on we're gonna be talking all the things from my childhood i am talking demons and poltergeists and ghosts i don't know if i would exactly say that but there's definitely some interesting things that have happened while i grew up and stuff like that it's kind of weird when you look back at the things i feel like there's so much weird paranormal activity that kind of surrounds children. And I know that I get messages daily on Instagram of like parents reaching out and being like, hey, my five-year-old says she's seeing this in her room. My seven-year-old is saying he's experiencing this on the school bus. And I feel like there's some kind of innocence that lies between, you know, like being a child and being an adult. There's this tender period where you can kind of say stuff and people aren't going to believe you. So the question lies, does the paranormal world know? this does it take advantage of this because i'm gonna tell you right now when you're a 20 year old and you say hey there's this crazy lady who is sitting in the corner of my bedroom and every single night she tickles my toes they're gonna put you in a psych ward but if you're five years old and you're like hey i'm in bed and there's this lady and she's tickling my toes your mom's gonna go that's scary let's call a doctor or you know a priest so there's definitely a a very weird um period there but my question is at what age does that change like 14, 13, when do we start like lying to our parents? Does that ever end? I don't know. Anyways, guys, I'm so excited for you to be back for another episode of The Honda State. You guys really liked my last one with Joel, where we did the dramatic reading, but it seems like you really liked my childhood stories and stuff like that. So as I said before, I had to bring my dad on because it's it's cool to see things from a different perspective. So, you know, I, we hear from Joel, but then there's my dad and he can tell some stories that obviously we were too young to remember and it's just kind of fun to go down memory lane so dad how are you
2: great thank you it's so i'm cool. selena's father yes and Have, always will be selena's father forever Whatever, forever and ever
1: is that a good thing or yes, a bad it is. thing it's
2: great love you
1: <laughs> i love you too how do you feel being in the haunted estate do you see our uh, our dusty brick walls yeah i'm a little scary yeah, it's so it's scary. cool down here though. Right, last so, episode, very dungeon-like. Very dungeon, guys. Last episode, we were in the trailer. We talked about that actually, mm. about the freaking trailer. Um, what an experience that was. We are out of the trailer, as told. We are in the basement of my house, which we do have our dungeon walls, but it's also like very just light and bright around that. <laughs> but yeah. No, I'm really glad that you came. It was kind of short notice, but dad came over because I was like, we need to go deeper. We need to hear more of the things mm-hmm. that are going on. So I have a question to start. Yes. Your childhood. Did you ever experience anything in your childhood or, or, or growing up?
2: Nothing that I remember. No. I was just a normal little boy.
1: Did your parents Everything have Everything started stories? with you. Everything started with
2: me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did you ever believe before? Like, did you or just, you know.
2: I never really gave a thought. I only thought about my bicycle. Did you? Yes, <laughs> riding my bicycle.
1: When you were a kid, did your parents have any kind of ghost stories or anything like that? Like there was like no family Nothing stories. All. My
2: parents were first generation. I'm not I'm first generation Hungarian. My parents were uh, immigrants. Came to Canada in 1956, so I was born in 1958. So.
1: You know it's crazy. Like it's weird to think of like all the hardships that like your your generation's parents went through, mm-hmm. and like how many forgotten stories there are because like they, they uprooted with nothing. So yeah. like there weren't really any family heirlooms mm-hmm. or anything like that because right. they couldn't take anything.
2: No, they actually had to give up like uh, jewelry and whatnot as bribes on the train to escape from Hungary during the <sighs> the trying to overthrow the uh, communism at the time. So yeah, they couldn't even say goodbye to their family members. They says we got to go now. Go, just the two of them.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. So like, did they? And they
2: didn't talk about it much either. They were very uh, tight-lipped. Now they're both gone. I wish I would have
1: asked more questions. More,
2: but I was busy with you. <laughs>
1: Sorry, <laughs> but no, it is crazy to think about that because I remember like you telling me growing up like with the language barrier and stuff because your parents were like s- super Hungarians. So mm-hmm. They s- they spoke Hungarian, so it, yeah, like they you spoke said...
2: perfectly so, except for one ting.
1: One ting? <laughs> what is that? what does that mean yeah, they
2: had a little bit of a speech deflect
1: oh okay so they, they had things speech a little wrong. deflect deflect oh yeah, i get it so yeah, the yeah. words are just like a yes, little messed little up a little bit yeah i remember you telling me like you weren't like in organized sports and stuff like that because That's like right. they couldn't sign you up because there That's was right. how did they learn english and stuff like that
2: soap operas
1: really just watching no, tv I
2: magazines some magazines reading yeah, some reading. Yeah.
1: Wow. So when they left, they didn't get to say goodbye. They no. just like took yeah. off. Yeah,
2: TV, TV, old magazines, yeah.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and fun story, actually, where I live, my dad grew up on the street behind me, which was kind of cool. Um, I remember the very first year that I moved in here, story about your father, he passed away on Halloween night, 1995 or four? 95.
2: It's 94 Joel was less than a year old.
1: Okay, so 94 yeah, on
2: Halloween night, October 31st.
1: Yeah, tell them the story actually. If you if you, if mm-hmm. you if you don't want to.
2: Well, um, I was working actually at uh, the auto plant and uh, I got a call. Security calling saying that they had the neighbor on the line across the street and they said, "Mike, my dad's name Mike." He said they waved to him as he went in the house and uh, the lights never came on. Lights never came on for uh, Halloween time and of course i was at work so he wasn't expecting me to bring you yeah. over or, or joel over either and uh so I, yeah i called the police called the police and as it turned out he uh he uh, passed away um washing the supper dishes that's a few supper dishes so
1: wow sad. yeah well that was a weird thing the very first mm-hmm. only the first year that i moved in here because i moved in on august 31st uh, 2012 um that october middle of the night, I heard water in my house, which was weird. When I first moved in, there was a lot of water stuff here, but it was was the morning of like October 31st. It was like devil's night. It was probably like five in the morning. I heard running water and I went to the kitchen and my tap was running.
2: Well, I've never heard this before.
1: No. Yeah, that guy just got goosebumps just talking about wow. it but no i, I got up and, and it was running and it wasn't full blast but it was almost like there's no way that this would have turned on and mm-hmm. i've i've lived here for nine years now and i've never had that before mm-hmm. which was weird so oh,
2: wow. and he was washing the dishes wow
1: i didn't know that i just connected that right when you said right that now. right now wow i have goosebumps my goosebumps yeah. have goosebumps wow. oh my god but no it never happened again mm. and i just kind of like. I kind of later on in the day I put together that it was that day, and I just kind of was like, mm. yeah. yeah, it's
2: not frightening, right? No, it's, it's not, not frightening. It's not frightening now that you're counted. It's strange, and I didn't know yeah. that, and would need to know.
1: But like in the in the moment, it was, yeah, it was it was a weird in the moment because I'm just like I heard it, and I was like, and back at the beginning of moving into this house, it was really really weird. I my salt water softener leaked my hot water heater it like exploded like it within like three months it, all the water in my house i
2: remember it I remember <laughs> oh that gosh. water coming in through the basement oh yeah. my goodness
1: water in this house yeah. like we are sealed tight now what an expense oh my yeah. gosh it's uh, yeah we we dug up our whole house and ended up like fix it up the for the next owner it's perfect yes. whoever wants to move in here it's like yeah. effortless
2: yes right. new
1: roof new windows yes. new <laughs> you know <name Yeah. laughs> but yeah no so yeah that's a crazy that's a, that's a fun story to hear there um dark sad i'm sorry i remember him papa used to take me to this park called the bubble park and i remember after he passed away i've spent my whole life trying to find this bubble park mm-hmm. anytime we went for garage sailing and i would see a park i'd like run to the park and be like is this the one
2: yeah but it you had finally to be out told of town. me it had to be out of town yeah we drove and uh i <laughs> I think it's sort of it, why well, you called it the bubble park. There was playground equipment. You would <coughs> climb up on it like yeah. a fort, And there were these domes, yes. plexiglass domes you could see through. Yeah, and they'd they take them off. This, yes. They would
1: take them off in the fall and it oh. was just wood.
2: Oh, okay. I but see. you said
1: it was in St. Thomas but, or something.
2: Yeah, it was definitely out of town. And uh, we don't know exactly where it is. I mean, we think St. Thomas, Chatham. It's something within 45 minutes or half hour from Woodstock, I would imagine. But I, I sort of... I'm sort of glad we don't know exactly Mm -hmm. in my in my opinion because that was something that you had with him
1: yeah and it's a memory i'll never not have
2: yeah and uh i think it's best that i'm not
1: yeah we don't need to to know not to know no
2: because it was a magical time because you were a child and you were having fun like crazy right
1: and i remember like there were geese there was water there and there was geese and we'd play with the geese and we would play at the park
2: it was a fun day it was fun time yeah yeah and he took you there many times right yeah to this bubble bubble what we could know is the bubble part bubble park. I know where it is but it was something between you and my dad mm-hmm. and uh it's good that you had that yeah that's right
1: well you lost both your parents around my age actually um mm-hmm. kind of like within like the half decade mm-hmm. you after your parents like passed away did you ever have any kind of coming back any moment where you were like okay that maybe was my dad or like anything moved you know car <laughs> like it was, like car related or something anything
2: well no, I, there's there's sometimes I forget that my dad was really a car guy, like I'm a car guy. Yeah. I remember when I got the, my, you know, the Bonneville SSEI, the supercharged car, and I was oh, so proud of it. And I remember go, sitting in the car wash, the auto car wash, while this thing, you know, lathered it up and rinsed it off. And I'm looking around and I said, oh, my dad's really going to like this car. I can hardly wait to show him. And then I, oh, he's gone. You know? Oh, my God. Like that type cry. of thing, right? Yeah. Like I got something really cool New, exciting and I, oh dad's gonna love this he's gonna say good rubber on it <laughs> good, oh he always the called tires. The tires. good rubber and he kicked the tires and i would remember that so and other than that with my mother she actually passed away on her birthday it was april 9th it was
1: on her birthday It was on her
2: birthday yeah she had just turned 56 so that it was cancer and uh which was horrible but only thing during this not around april 9th but what i what i what I see sometimes or hear, is uh, a dove, a morning oh. dove, you know. And it's some—it's like sitting. Like I go out or am out about in the around the house, and I was, you know. And there's a morning dove, and it's like sitting on the wire or on a tree, and it's like you know, go cooing and uh, just by itself, just one lone morning dove.
1: Would you say that your mom was soft-spoken? Very much. That would that like when I think of doves and I hear very their sound, I think of like a so- That's a composed, soft-spoken
2: bird. Very composed, not one to to fight and yell and throw wooden spoons and dish rags. Not a classic like like angry
1: Hungarian. (laughs) Not at all. Petite
2: too, like five foot two, cooked like crazy. So
1: that's why I'm so short. Yes. I'm five foot
2: two. (laughs) Yes, yes. Everyone's
1: taller than me. (laughs) No, but no, that's interesting. Because like, yeah, whenever like that's one of the things people say, like I I research so much about like lore and myth and stuff. But like the dub is like very like represents soft spoken Mm -hmm. people, very like calm and like Yeah, And this still
2: continues. Yeah, still now. It still continues. Which is like 30 years And I'm later. used to it. Like, I can, oh, like, there she is. That's what I think. Yeah. There she is, right? Yeah. Oh, I love yes. that. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. But yeah. yeah, so you didn't have like too many experiences then. So we'll <laughs> transition. So then, so then my mom and dad, okay, so here's the story. My mom and dad, they lived in this semi and they wanted to have a baby, and that, it really wasn't a kid house. No. So they're like, we need to move. Yes. So you went and saw this house. Yes.
2: Moved just several blocks away. It was actually uh, a General Motors uh, executive, you know, like that got transferred out. And General Motors owned the house, whatever. And it was sat empty. And we, I remember us peering in the window and said, oh, this is great. Separate living room. Separate dining Beautiful house. Kitchen with a, a bump out where the kitchen table, a family room with a natural fireplace, all three bedrooms upstairs full bathroom upstairs one in the hallway downstairs with a staircase went up an open concept two stories high which will uh relate to the helium balloon story yeah which actually i can talk about right now
1: yeah uh, if you want to yeah it's was, fun because they've heard it from my mm-hmm. they've heard it from my perspective okay so it's gonna be cool to hear it okay. in yours.
2: well this was selena was uh i think about six to nine months old um no actually no. Th- this is not the balloon one this is uh yeah, th- I'm trying to do this chronologically. Yeah, we So want the to start first from the one beginning. was, yes, yeah, Selena was small. Yeah. And I was, this is when they were so small they wore onesies. Yeah. Remember the pink, she had a pink terry cloth onesie with the dome buttons. Like down six all months the way old. Up, yes, and all the way down to her toes. You know, <coughs> on the one those. leg, you know, and they were like, oh, just like a little teddy bear, right? She was so <laughs> huggable and smelled so good.
1: Baby smell, yeah. Good.
2: baby powder smell, yeah, stuff it, like that. So, anyways, I'd fed uh, Selena the formula from the bottle. And then you, you put the towel on your shoulder and I'm carrying her around. In the center of the hall walking and sort of you know patting her back and 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 just you know bouncing just a little bit trying to induce a burp you know so i can sit the hell down <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways this is right in the center hall where the two halls intersect really it is physically the center of the house so anyways i hear a, like a crackling sound
1: how tall is that spot what would you the- say like 30 feet high Forty feet no, high.
2: This is the lower part where the center hall oh, okay. is. Okay. Just step away. It goes up. Okay. You know, close to twenty feet. So, anyways, we're we're right there in front of the basement. Again, physically, the center of the house. Your bedroom door. Now, they think about, it, is directly above this. Also, mm-hmm. where this happened. So, I hear this crackling noise, like electrical crack, 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 or or wrinkling of really strong cellophane and light. I think I see light because no window nearby there. It's all walls. So I I'm holding Celine over my shoulder and I glance up and I just catch the tail end of when the, this light stopped. It was like, I could only describe it as like several lightning bolts and went along with this crackling noise. And then what really impressed me was that Selena, who was her head was down to my shoulder and she's less than a year old, you know, baby with a big head. She, she struggled and lifted her head and also looked up at the same time I did. So she heard it. She Mm -hmm. heard the sound, knew where it was coming from, maybe saw the light, but this was, you were under a year old. That's why. So that's that was really the the first time, and this was with Selena. Selena was with me, right? And then yeah. it's a center hall, and your bedroom's directly above that.
1: And then when I remember when Mom first moved in, she was like still pregnant with me. That's when the music bound like the music yes. sound starts.
2: We yeah, we had moved in and still pregnant, uh, and you were born several months after we moved in. Yeah, because you moved and in in
1: July mm-hmm. or like August time. Yes. I was born in February. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right in the winter. So we heard joanne and i we would hear either wind chimes or it really was so faint or you couldn't decide is it wind chimes or is it a music box like a like a jewelry box that yeah. open it would play dinky 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 you yeah. know play some little tune and it was so faint that you would actually have to stop and you and once again i could hear this in the middle of the house or in that area where those two hallways intersect again your bedroom is directly up above yeah and we could hear this is it wind chimes you'd have to like cock your head to hear it and hold your breath yeah i hear wind chimes or i hear a music box and we thought well we moved maybe something is still in the box and it's winding down but this actually went on for years yeah <laughs> and even in the winter joanne said well maybe it's wind. And then joanne said well maybe it's the wind chimes from a neighbor and the, the wind carries the sound mm-hmm. but this even went on in the dead of winter when the windows the door shut yeah. you cannot hear anything outside mm. people take things like that out well there's a lot of fences you
1: couldn't hear anything it was yeah. kind of like a it wasn't
2: frightening but it was so faint it was so constant that we really grew used to it and we didn't hear it anymore because you really had to concentrate your subconscious just it. kind of it's yes. like you can't
1: see your own nose like it just right. becomes a part of your every yeah. day now
2: you're gonna make me look at my nose because <laughs> we have the same nose we do have no the way? same
1: nose i okay. think so
2: okay i think so, so anyways that went on you're gonna make me itch my nose now <laughs> no,
1: so anyways see.
2: yeah you too so and that sort of went on on and off and yeah. it wasn't really a disturbance to us of so faint, and it, we didn't find it frightening so you know and then and then i would have to say the. Uh, The next thing that occurred, again, this was regarding you. Um, This one was just between Selena and I again. This is when Selena had moved to a single bed. And she was she was maybe two years old. She was laying in a vintage. We were really into antiques and yeah. We didn't buy any furniture new. Really, we didn't go to Leon. No,
1: it was like it was stores. like you know those big, big wood beds, with, like the big headboard. Yeah, we behind had to have it. the
2: mattress made for it in the box room because it wasn't a single, it wasn't a twin, it wasn't a queen.
1: Yeah, it had, it had some customary. kind of weird name. Yes, like a three quarter or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was weird with uh, you know gingerbread headboard. So, anyways, Selena had been to bed for a couple of hours, and I'm going upstairs, I don't know what I'm doing, and I I hear talk, I hear Selena talking in her room. And I think, she should be asleep, right? So I open the door, and I go in, and Selena's actually sitting up by her (laughs) pillow, sitting up. And I say, Selena, who are you talking to? (laughs) And she goes, (laughs) my mouth is dry. She says, the little girl. And I go, what little girl? She's in the sweetest way, the little girl. And I go, what little girl?
0: And she goes,
2: the one in the wall. And she points and puts her hand, her pointing finger, on the wall directly over her headboard. Oh my gosh. You can imagine what this did to me. Did you
1: shut the door and walk away?
2: I said, well, that's fine then. (laughs) And I think I backed out of the room and closed the door.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I did tell Joanne this, and I thought, that was weird, wasn't it?
1: yeah well
2: but you, know, you seem very comfortable I with was, it <laughs> i was not at well the time.
1: like like i have these memories of laying in my bed and like my headboard went up and there was this little tiny lip at the top of the headboard, and i remember like eyes peeking over at me i remember that like that some says wow. and i always wondered if it was a dream or if that's like actually a memory but a story that mom told me that actually comes before this one um i was i was in the crib and i was barely i wasn't standing up yet on the crib or anything like i hadn't pulled myself up I hadn't done anything. And mom woke up in the middle of the night and I I was crawling and I was beside her bed and she didn't know how I had gotten out of the crib and I would have had to gotten out of the crib, crawl down the hallway, past the stairs. Past the stairs,
2: full set of stairs.
1: Huge set of stairs and went into your bedroom. But I wasn't even pulling up on the crib yet. Like somebody had to have physically taken me out of the crib. Wow. And that was one of mom's stories where she was just like, that one was like really weird for me. Wow. Because like I can get it if you're like pulling yourself up, but like this was months before. Like I was barely crawling. Wow. Well, yeah. Did she tell you first. that one?
2: No. That's uh, that's the first. Again, and and again, this is always always with you. And there's a little girl. You said a little girl. Mm-hmm. And one of the frightening ones for Joanne, and uh, that was strictly her alone. Only I saw her reaction. Um. Joanne was actually expecting Joel, You were we were getting ready to go somewhere, you were obviously in the car, I think she had just put you in the car seat. She came back in to get her purse perhaps, or her coat. I was upstairs, I was just about finished and I was going to come downstairs and leave. And from downstairs I heard Joanne, really scared voice, go, "Sully, Sully." like this and I something's up so I, I stopped and i just went to the to the door and looked down center hall two stories high yeah and i looked down and there was joanne and she's staring down the center hall of the house again into the kitchen yep where we we have the bump out where a, di- a little round table pedestal table is and she says i go what is it and she goes there's a little girl under the table looking at me wow
1: yeah, I got to go see her right now too.
2: She described her, this is after, and she said, and then she vanished. That yeah. was it. There's a little girl under the table looking at me. And so after she described her, she had a blunt bull type haircut. Yep. And she was wearing a white dress, plain white dress, nothing fancy. It's just a short white it's dress. It's like a linen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this started... Joanne's mother was in the historical society and she was very into the history of Woodstock and such. And we had, uh, she was a member and knew other people that were members of historical society. Now I knew this house was not maybe 10 years old or yeah, five years that. old when we moved in, yeah. yes. And I remember when I was not going to school in high school and I was riding my bike yeah. you know, through the cornfields. So this was a farm area. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a house, a two-story house, and there were outbuildings and whatnot. And where our house is on this street, you tell by the trees, you knew where the farmhouse was because it was surrounded by these tall pine trees, which the developer kept. You know, yeah. So we were in that area of the,
0: the you know, of the farmhouse
2: where the children would have been.
0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: And as it turns out, they had a daughter who's, you may remember.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you know, do you remember Wait, her name?
1: Wait, like are we talking living or dead? Well, <laughs>
2: Wait. The, the little girl that, they had a, the historical society, through the historical society yeah. and records, we found out they had a daughter yeah. I think it was in the nineteen twenties and she died of scarlet fever yeah. at a very young age. And she
1: was like four, I think it was. Wasn't wasn't she around four? I don't know that. But so it what was really interesting is they kind of like they put out the blueprints and they kind of matched the blueprints up to the property and where like and they matched the house up and they were like, Okay, this is kind of where this bedroom would be. And where that bedroom was was located in this hallway where the crackling of light is mm-hmm. And I remember, like, seeing, like, flecks of light. Like, you know when dust catches the air? Yes. But they were too big. They were like that, but Mm -hmm. it was too big. But, yeah, so she died at, like, four. And I remember, I think she had a picture. And my mom literally pointed her out and said, who is this girl? And and then Shirley was like, flipped it over and she's like, this is Mary Agnes Nellis. So that family owned so much land around There's here. There's actually Nellis Street. Yeah. Yes. So I live right between Nescapi where we grew up and Nellis Street. I live right between there. Um, they owned like all of this land way out the other way, like half of Woodstock really mm-hmm. at this point. So she passed away interesting i've been to the cemetery i have found the nellis family plot with all the little tiny plots around yes, it yes. so like they don't ha- like there's the big pillar and then there's just a whole bunch of little ones they don't have names on them but that's where she is but that was like just mind blowing and a weird weird fact about here when I first moved in here I had the water things I had my house is very calm now compared to what it was but we had little things and I have this video of me in my room and I'm doing my makeup I actually moved out of that room because it was spooky it was my makeup room that's why I'm in the far one but there's this thing of bracelets and it kept moving and I remember setting up an EVP thing in there like like a recorder and all you can hear so quietly out of the silence I left it running all day when I was at Cami. come home I'm just playing recording and all I hear so daintly just mary just the name mary oh. and i was like adam there's Shit. no fucking way there's no way but like i'm on her property stuff. Wow. like i'm still on her property like this they owned what would that be hundreds of acres mm-hmm. so like yes and and it was i didn't get it at first and then i put it in a paranormal group i'm like what do you guys hear because i was thinking i'm hearing something i want to hear but everyone's like that said mary that said mary Wow. Mary Agnes Nellis. So I was like, wow. Oh my gosh! But like, it was playful stuff mm-hmm. here, which was like the bracelets moving. Yes. So tell yeah. them about Never our house. Never frightening.
2: No. And again, this was this was Selena. We had we had think I think we had come home from a fair, and we, and you know the kids had so much fun at the fair. And Selena came home in the car with a helium balloon, yep. you know, bouncing in the ceiling of the car. And I remember, I had Selina over my shoulders to come through the door, and we come into the in the front door, and there are houses. Open concept, like mm. two floors high. So it goes up like, Is it like 30 feet. Eight. It's very high, yeah. Yeah, yeah and a big chandelier. Yeah, it's chandelier light, and the stairs go up. So, anyways, Selena, when we step in the door, she lets go of the ribbon to, that holds the healing balloon. And what did the balloon go? Float up to the ceiling. Yeah, gone. And you wanted that balloon so bad. <laughs> I, I want the balloon, Dad. I want you to cry. No, no. I no. said, I'll get it in the morning. We were all tired, right? We yeah. were all tired. I'll get it for you in the morning. It's your balloon. It's safe. It's right here. I'll get it to you in the morning. We'll get it down to you in the morning, right? Yep. But you so wanted that balloon. <laughs> so so bad. you went to bed wanting that balloon very, very badly. Yeah. Right? That helium yeah. balloon. And I remember, you know, we went to bed, got ourselves to bed. The balloon was there up at the top, right? Yep. So. Now this is where Joanne comes into it because I'm a heavy sleeper, yep. and Joanne is the closest to the door, our bedroom door. Your your door is shut, Joel's door is shut, our bedroom door is open so that Mom can hear yeah. you know, the children, right? So, anyways, at some point in the night, you know, she just senses that something is in front of her face. Yep. And she kind of like you know, through veiled, you know, opens her eyes just a little bit. Yep. And kind of, you know, huh? Hmm, what's this? helium balloon doing in front of my face right so she just yeah, you know, pushed it like this to get away from her face but the loo- balloon it was if it was being held there yeah because it just and came right back
1: bounced on her face
2: yeah it came back and that woke her up <laughs> and, and she hit it hard yeah and then got up and the balloon had floated up to the ceiling at that time oh my god so she didn't tell me any of this when it happened by the way no I was sound asleep yeah so she just grabbed the loon balloon put it in our walk-in closet and closed the door
1: well she that's the weird thing like how morning. did that come and come down under yes. the lip of the door which was like yes two feet. It's, you
2: know you got that that distance yeah. above your wall so that balloon had to come down from the ceiling yeah it brought to joanne right up to her face yeah she hit it and it was being held. It like was there was tension held. on the it string. It was being held at the bottom, she says, because it came right back. Then she did a second time, woke her up. Jeez. So this is when she recounted t- this to me. I think this has to be that little girl that we saw under the table, mm-hmm. the one that you're talking to the wall. Yeah. She knows you wanted that balloon so badly yep. that she got it for you.
1: Oh, my gosh. No, you know,
2: because it was always, because you were her playmate. Yeah. Right? You were her age, maybe, you know, at one point, right? You know what? My so goal. So it was always with you and this little girl.
1: I do plan on, at some point in my life, owning that house, renting it out. But, like, I just want to own that house. Because the weirdest thing for me, whenever I dream and I'm, like, in a house, I'm always in a scappy. I'm never in this house. I'm never in the house, you know, over there. Every night, I'm in a scappy. Like, mm-hmm. I swear, like, every night, I'm in the scappy again. Yes. So it's like, I want to just, I just want to have it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, I would like to have this, please. I'll rent it out. You know, that'll pay the mortgage back. Just, yeah. I want it. Yeah,
2: it's got a beautiful big lot. It does. It's the nicest lot on the whole street. But like shape, yeah. The
1: weird thing too about living there, it always had like this weird, like someone was watching you kind of vibe. And I don't know what it was like, I had two closets in my bedroom. Yes. They always had to be open. And if I went to bed with them shut, they'd be open in the morning. And I don't know if I was closing them or opening in the middle uh, of the night because uh, yes. I'm kind of a sleepwalker, but like, was I open it, but I always had to leave them open and I would push my clothes to the side so there was like a gap, but I could never sleep with my back to the door. I don't know why. Oh, really? Oh. But I felt, it just, it felt like someone was watching you and it was weird in the whole house. And like, again, that comes back to like being a child, but like, you know, when you're in a basement and you feel like you have to run up the stairs? Mm-hmm. I don't get that here. I don't get that at your new house. No. You know, I, didn't, I, I don't get that at anyone's house, but at Nescapi, it just felt like somebody was there no matter where you were and i remember i remember mary like i don't remember physically like seeing her other than like her eyes the one person that i do remember seeing was always in my peripheral vision and it was this woman in a black dress like kind of like a morning dress which would actually fit with the story but i remember like standing in the hallway in front of the bathroom door on the main floor and looking up and i would see her at the front door or i'd see her in the kitchen but always standing still but like, just like a glimpse or she would walk by. And that was another thing that I'm just remembering so many things talking about this, but I remember like laying in the bed and like looking at my bedroom thing and like mom would be in the tub or something. I like to listen to her water run, but I swore all the time I would see people like quickly pass down the stairs, like bathroom down the stairs, bathroom down the stairs, Wow! like people. And it was just such an eerie feeling. And I, I, I was never like a great sleeper. Like I always wanted to stay up late, but like I always just had this like, weird feeling.
2: Now, isn't that strange? Again, that's the center of the house. Yeah. The, like that when you were small, like I said, and you were I was trying to burp and you know, that lightning yeah. and that what I call Same lightning and sound directly above, directly above. Well, and that's and what it was a Shirley, cross, a cross shape. Yeah, it yes. was our and house was a cross. Yes, it yes. went
1: down mm-hmm. and this it was a perfect cross exactly. shape. Exactly.
2: And then also outside your door, mm-hmm. you had we had a little table uh against the wall. Uh, it would be the size of a very shallow end table. And on it, we had a vase, maybe, and a, some decorative things. But there was a framed photo, maybe five by seven or five by s- four by six, something like that, framed photo of you with grandma. Yeah. Grandma. And you were small. <coughs> you're preschool, definitely. Like three. And you're and... sitting, it's a picture of you sitting with grandma, I think, on her front porch. Right, or sitting on the the steps up her front porch. Now it was uh, an area Joel's door was opposite yours, your door was here, this little table in between. And so this picture, framed photo, I just noticed that geez, it's very close to the edge of this table, like in the forefront so yeah. you can see it. Uh, so I moved it, I moved it back. I put it back like actually a half touching foot or the wall, yeah, like right to the very back of the table cuz I was afraid it would would get knocked off. And then maybe it was the next day, maybe it was two days later that picture was back up to the front again like it was the one with that little folding arm at the back yeah you you pull it out and and it sits like that it was perfectly positioned flush to the front of that table again a picture of you with grandma and i put that back and it came came to the front again like a daily i really didn't click i just what happened here you know you did it until i asked you and you never touched it. No. And uh, I think what we did there, we got rid of the table.
1: <laughs> yeah, got rid of the table. That's ta- what we did. Oh, uh, I remember. It, like it yes. was just the thing above yes. for a long time. Mm-hmm.
2: So again, I think it. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. Little girl, picture of you, wanting it to be in the forefront, right?
1: I feel bad now. I feel bad for this little ghost. Mm. I feel bad that I left her. Like, can you imagine, like, if, you know, ghosts are the way we think about it, and they, you know, of course, there's residual energy, which is, like, hauntings that repeat themselves. The same thing happens at the same time every day. You know what I mean? Like, some people are like, oh, this makes a sound every day at four. Uh But, like, intelligent hauntings are like this when they're doing things, and it makes you sad because it's like, is this little soul trapped in this house? Luckily, there's kids there now, but, like, it's such a sad thought do you know what i mean if they're just a little kid and they're stuck there and yeah but no it was never it was never a nasty energy it was always this this like fun playful kind of energy but that place you never felt alone in there and that's that's the truth Mm and i and like i've said before the people who live there now i've went and i've spoken to them they took me inside and i just Mm -hmm. i got the balls up and i was like okay I'm going to ask you this. Does anything weird ever happen in here? And I was so ready for them to be like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? And she was like, oh my God. So upstairs between the bedrooms, there's always things like things are moved and there's the plates and the kids' bedroom lights turn on and off. And like all of these little things. I'm like, you're kidding me. I'm like, I need to drop off a book because I wrote about that book, uh, that house in my first book. And she, I give her the book two hours later, she writes me, she goes, I read your whole book. (laughs) She's like, this happened and this happened and this is the exact same as this and this is exactly what I think I saw. Like she thought that she's seen Mary. Like it's not one family. It's gone across the same people.
2: They have more children.
1: Yeah, they had, I think it was four or five children.
2: This little girl's having a blast. And they
1: were like three, four, seven and nine or something at the time. So like, and they've been there for a long time, but she's like, all the things that happened in my book, they've experienced. Plus more, so like, and there was yeah, more three children, little kids. Mm-hmm. More
2: children. That's it. Do they have daughter?
1: They, ha- I think there's three girls, and I oh, think three wow. girls is what I know of. She's two got so many
2: friends now. Then I
1: know, wow. but they're all older now, so they've yes. been probably in their teens now. Wow. But like, I remember them saying this too. may go on
2: with the next family if they could right young children. Because when you were born, you came into that house. When Joel was born, came into that house. Yeah. You you moved out. Of, we moved out of that house. You were both teenagers.
1: Yeah, we were right. Yeah. We were
2: driving at that time when we moved. So
1: I've spoken to them and they're like, this is our family house. Like we want to be here for a really long time. And I remember when I first sale a couple of years ago and I was like so offended. I was like, how could they sell this? They said it was forever. <laughs> but no, um, one day, one day I hope to just own it or something. Can you imagine? I buy the house, I own it. I'm like going through like rental applications and I'm just like how many children do you have? How old are they? <laughs> do
2: you have children? Are they do you girls? have young children? <laughs> People think you don't want young children. We want young we children. Do. We want Especially young girls. girls.
1: Are you pregnant? Switch. Is it a girl? In the house. In the house there you go. <laughs> You'll have a play friend. That's right. Oh my That's gosh right. Wow. Did I ever talk to ghosts? Like did i ever have like an imaginary friend because I I just recall. that
2: time t- t- talking to that to the little girl in the wall basically i i uh, backed away from that
1: (laughs) it's like no i remember reading these things online and they're like if my kid ever comes running down the hill in the dark i will kick them in the face like that's so scary oh
2: yeah there wasn't too much too much frightening and and another thing now that i don't know if this this was like i think you would call it playful thing but wow talk about physical um we were away from the house we came home, I think you came home from school at the same oh. time. This is lunchtime.
1: I was a teenager, and I was our, about fourteen. And yes.
2: And so and the dining room table that our dining room, a separate room off the living room and the kitchen, it had a harvest table with four round We didn't
1: and you should mention chairs. we never really used it. No, it except was just for Christmas. Christmas yeah. You know,
2: birthday parties, like that. Yeah, it was it was the, the the good room, right? That with the nice things in it, yes. So anyways, I remember we cut, cut, we're all in the house you're in the house we just all come in and you go you're the one that noticed you go dad what's what this
1: <laughs> yeah I remember
2: I remember the alarm on your voice I go what and I come in and
1: oh my four, god I'm all sad. four <laughs> dining room
2: chairs now if you can picture this
1: is it six chairs okay, or four let me,
2: there were four chairs okay. four chairs it's a table with four chairs first I'll just say one chair the first one what, what it has been moved and it's balancing on one leg Ugh. and the table leg so it's been it's balancing on two points one of the four legs of the chair against the table leg of the table yes all four chairs are like this
1: yes so every like single chair is, it is, it, on it, one foot it'll
2: be difficult like you you just touch it <sighs>
1: and, if and it flops
2: it. down it'll yeah. flop down in in or it'll flop out <gasps> all four were balancing like that on one leg leaning against the table leg. Two oh points. Oh, my
1: gosh. I remember feeling so eerie.
2: Well, you took a picture? I know yeah, we have we a picture have of it. They're on your computer. You took, yeah, we took I a will picture find of that. And thought,
1: Holy fuck. What?
2: what the fuck? Who did this?
1: Because <laughs> we were gone. Like, we be, were gone. You would have to spend so much time trying to find that sweet spot. Yeah, because it was literally, it was crazy. It was one it was foot balanced. and then one tiny contact point against the table. Mm. And we left it. And then every time like a caregiver came in from mom, we'd be like... Look at this. What the fuck? And like, yes. I spent my whole life thinking Joel did this kind of, like maybe before we left or something. No. But I finally, like I brought it to him. I'm like, I need to know because this is the most, as you said, physical difficult. thing I've ever seen, physical mm-hmm. proof. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, nah, man. No. And then do you know the video that I have when I, so when we ended up moving, we moved to a one floor house because my mom's disabled. Um, and I had a friend over and I remember I spent the last night or was it like a couple nights? The house was empty. Been empty for a while because this is back when things weren't selling. Um, and I would go there, and I stayed there for a night by myself, sleeping on the floor.
2: I did not know this. No, you didn't
1: know that. No. Katrina and I spent a night, and we got all drunk, no. and we went, and we went, we went for a walk, and we stole one of Brian's gnomes. And I took it all around town and I took pictures of the gnome all over Woodstock and like I like it with a $5 bill. And then I put the gnome back on his porch and I, and I was gonna get the photos developed and just like put them with the gnome because my uncle thinks that his gnome's come to life. So I was gonna be like, Your gnome went on a, you don't remember this? I didn't think Went tell on a road this. trip, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I was there one night and I have a video on my old laptop and I, I let the laptop run all night and you just see one of those. Chair, there was a chair there that's, I don't know if we had moved everything over yes. or something but a chair shifts and the light turns off so oh. but like I don't know if that was just weird but like the house was empty like that's yes. all there was to play with
2: yes We. we I think because it wasn't something we said well we gotta paint this room now this will make it so. Well, or no, that's what the I mean, wallpaper. Remember? Adam and
1: I had just started dating. And the front living room was this wallpaper, but it was like plasticky. It was like that. And I remember Adam and I had bought this. We had we've been together for two weeks. I'm like, hey, will you help me paint this front living room? And we had this steamer on the wall. And then Adam's like, fuck stop that dude and he's like do you see how this is plastic he's like look at the ground the carpet just soaked because all the all steam the water right down, yes. but no we, we got that all off we patched it and adam i think it was just adam and i did was it did you paint or no was it just me and adam
2: i don't recall now
1: well we painted it that off-white cream color and then it sold yes. like not too much later Yeah. but um yeah that <laughs> when that house was empty was very it, it was an eerie f- it felt weird to see it empty
2: yeah It was larger, it was larger,
1: that's for sure. My mom likes stuff, so there is a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's
2: very filled, overstuffed. Well, to sell it, we had to fill, we filled (laughs) two large, um... Uh, rental lockers, you know, storage like units. storage units, yeah. like the one a car would fit in.
1: So literally my parents moved twice. So like they had to get everything out of the house in these storage yeah. units.
2: We only thought, well, we'll fit it in one. <laughs> no. And we didn't. It and we thought, so oh my God, we stuff. need another one. Can, was there one right across from it? Sure. Another one. So many car loads and truckloads. Remember yeah. in the winter, moving stuff, moving stuff right in. It was a I was in college. Like that, so
1: I, w- I wasn't too much yeah, a part of it. Storage
2: wars. You know, where you pull the door up. <laughs>
1: right to the front can you and imagine someone bought that these,
2: look at all these antiques look at all this wood yeah, yeah it would have been a great one to buy really would've it really would have been, been. <laughs> a great one to buy yes which is another thing that we also thought about when things happened
1: yeah because so
2: many things came into the house that were old yeah did something come in with the house
1: my mom is an unbelievable collector mm-hmm. she absolutely loves antiques she probably has one of the biggest collections in Ontario we've had the Historical Society come through the house a couple times like 400 people in a day but um I remember there was one thing that had very bad vibes and mom felt it it was one of those conductors one of those uh glass conductors oh insulators yeah it was an insulator and I don't know who figured out but mom knew that there were bad vibes um but that was one of them also I'm just remembering it right now um one morning I was at St Mary's I was in high school mom was downstairs in her chair because you had gone to work Mm -hmm. and I woke up and I just felt weird I felt weird and I felt like tingly and I went down because I wanted to stay home of course I was gonna take any chance to stay home and I'm like mom I just feel tingly and weird and she's like she just kind of goes white and she's like there's a little boy beside you and I was like oh and this is what happens I look down I see the flash, just the flash of like a dirty blonde hair. And it was like, I looked down, I was like, gone.
2: I do remember you you saying that. Yeah. Or mom saying that. I do. So
1: I take the bus to school. I'm like, I'm freaking out that morning. I'm like, mom, I don't want to stay home now. And mom, like, cause she was white and like, it was weird to look down. It was like, as if like someone like had hair and then whipped it out of view. Yes. So I take the bus to school cause I took the city bus. I went way earlier. So it was the first one there and I would put my headphones in and I'd walk the halls. So down this one hallway was the gym and it had kind of like the reflective, it was kind of like a big mirror and I'm like walking by and like, I look and I legit see like a two-year-old right beside me, right behind me again and just like gone and oh. then uh, i stayed till lunch and then i went the fuck home i'm just like my mom doesn't feel well i need to, hey, go, I home. Need to go home right now <laughs> so yeah i stayed to lunch and then I, I was gonna go home. right now but that whole day all day yes. it was like my thighs and my knees they just felt like pins and needly kind of cold like i just felt like i was on the verge of getting a cold and then after that day gone but it was like what was that wow. and why and that was that was something a psychic because mom went to some psychics to find out about mm-hmm. all this and a psychic literally said to her your house is a ghost pass through kind of like that's what the psychic had told mom that it is some kind of like you know lighthouse for ghosts so they're going to come and go but with mom's antiques it makes sense because she she bought things you know that people would have really loved mm-hmm. and, and would have really appreciated yes,
2: from big to small yes. mm-hmm
1: full stoves my mom yeah
2: kitchen stoves old wood stoves (laughs) we have seven stoves (laughs) we have seven stoves in the basement wood stove coal stove early early electric the
1: heavier the better like that's why my dad's back she buys organs and stoves
2: yes we had a pipe organ Mm -hmm. you know we had all sorts that thing was spooky
1: that thing was spooky
2: yeah it was large yeah yeah
1: and it like yeah with the noises yeah yeah
2: and um yeah that's uh a lot of it revolved around you and yeah. then nothing um, with
1: joel no and, and I he asked he has him never
2: that. brought anything
1: up no only the embro thing with the alien light
2: yes yeah. yeah okay but
1: i talked to him out in the trailer and he's he's he doesn't think he believes in ghosts but he does kind of because of me or whatever but he literally said to me he's like selena i've never had anything it's always been around you you never had anything till i was born really so that's right and that's the thing I see And things. we were busy
2: with you. And yeah. Joel. We were busy people. So yeah. So like to have something to, to take our attention away like this, like it really didn't have much opportunity, but it did. Yeah. It did.
1: I wonder, I say this Adam all the time. I'm like, I wonder how much actually happens in my house. Cause I have four dogs and five birds. So shit has moved all the time yes. because it's just dogs yes. and there's noises all the time. But like, what if yes. there's like a ghost? that's just like, yes. yo, I need your attention, but it's yes. just yes. not getting, but no. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
2: And so we moved from there. The new house, I really can't say. I had
1: one. I had. Really one, say. I had so just, th- this one is big for me. When we were moving in, I knew nothing about this house because I was away at college. I was just moving home, probably like a couple weeks after you moved in, I moved home. But on the day that they moved, it was 30 degrees in March. It was this really warm day. Mm-hmm. Joel had all his friends to help move in i had gone around the back and there's like a porch on the back of my parents house with a sliding door and when you go in there's like a huge bathroom and i went up those stairs i i was carrying something in to the bedroom and i had walked past through your bedroom and peripheral kind of i saw you in the bathroom and then i went into the kitchen and i like sat the box down and you were in the kitchen and i was like i just thought i saw you like you were in the bathroom and then i remember mom and you were like well
2: Mm -hmm big man the single man that lived in that house he was hungarian actually
1: yeah we're for like a single dude yes
2: that's right yeah yeah he was a retired farmer so he built this house and he actually had a sliding glass door you talk about was off our master bedroom and
1: painted the whole so thing that pink. he
2: could so that when he lay in bed you could see the marks on the floor where the bed was when mm. he laid in bed he could see the forest because there was a green space green yeah they never developed it. it was kind of marshy. So, and we enjoy it right now so much with the with the wind and the noise. And then a large bathroom for a single guy: whirlpool tub, shower. You know,
1: yep, gorgeous. Soon.
2: It was it was nice just for him. And anyways, um, he passed away. He had a heart attack <coughs> getting out of the shower.
1: Out yeah, of the shower. That's
2: where they found him. He just finished the shower
1: in that bathroom yeah, that, in that I bathroom saw. That right I thought there, I saw you. Where you
2: saw. So yeah.
1: And then the other experience. So actually a couple of experiences that were very strange. Um, As you guys know, I've seen weird shit all my life. I have, I was very certain and mom has, I have a shared experience with mom, with this one. I have seen an indigenous man um around the forest kind of in the back backyard area mom has seen the same indigenous like teenager walk from out the hallway around into where the peacock stove is she's seen him go that way um so that's a shared experience even Joel thinks he might have saw something one time but I had this experience that was really crazy um about a year after we moved in right before I moved out I came home from my afternoon shift so around 11 30 pull into the driveway so I must have been coming, I don't know which way I was coming from, but my headlights like shone down between the two houses, and that's where the air conditioner is. I see this man, and he's standing there, and he is right behind that, is that air What's the big box there? Is there an air conditioner air there? Yes. And he's in a white shirt, and he's breathing, he's like, <sighs> and he just had blood on his shirt. And he was like, and I was like, this is so weird. So I go in, and I say, Dad, I just saw this dude, he's down the side of the house, he's in this white shirt with blood on it, and what did you say?
2: Well. And actually I didn't say this to anybody but I remember as um I was probably a teenager I was living at home this is where I moved in that house you didn't
1: say back then but you told me no but I told
2: you because I really didn't think of it yeah much I didn't wasn't something I wanted to say yeah is uh I remember I was with some friends I can't remember who they were schoolmates and we were on our bicycles 10 speeds at that time and we were talking uh just on the, the block street behind us and uh comes into view there's a man running he's an older man i would say he's probably in his late 50s and he's running he's wearing black pants and he's wearing a white shirt and his collar is torn on his shirt white shirt like a dress shirt and there's blood on this shirt yep. and he was running and he was like cutting across the church parking lot going straight across the and he kept looking back somebody was chasing him. And he was out of breath but he was running for his life Yep, that's the feeling you could get that he was mm-hmm. running for his life this he kept dude, looking back
1: down the side that's what's like
2: <sighs> yes and it was only later that i that i found out i don't know if it was a week two weeks this is so long ago yeah when i was a teenager right yeah that um that he was a um First of all, he was a restaurant owner
1: mm-hmm.
2: in Woodstock. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure what the restaurant wasn't doing well or whatnot. But anyways, he's being chased. He was a bloody to torn shirt being chased. And the the news story was drowned in the Piddock Reservoir. So I think I whoever was caught up to him and drowned him or he drowned himself. But I think if you're running away Someone you want to you. be alive yeah you're not running away like i want to kill myself and i gotta to get to this water right yeah no yeah. he was running for his life and i think whoever it was they found him maybe he owed money it had to be something like that
1: i'm so eerie right he now he was
2: drowned in the river and then it was probably as a news story oh he committed suicide right
1: that really wakes me up because I didn't know that he was found. I didn't know if that was just like an end of a story. I just knew that you had seen him. Mm-hmm. But the weird part is my, where my parents live now. You can see Pidock from the front of their, their house. house. Like you, you moved beside Piddock. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're nine so houses where did where away. did they
1: find him? Yeah, nine houses.
2: I don't I don't know the exact location, but I thought oh at the time, wow. God. I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna keep this to myself.
1: Well, here's the thing too. <laughs> well, yeah. Back then, though. So that like that's a fact though that could be you could put people away today you're like i saw him running he was covered in blood but if they pulled his body out of Piddock, you know if he saw that shirt on they would know like is this like a covered up like is this against cons- is this a woodstock well, blood conspiracy would, blood
2: would be washed away wherever the blood came from i don't know where yeah i didn't see an injury on in him but he was bloodied his upper body like and oh. the collar was torn the shirt was torn as if there was a struggle and he got away he was running for his life
1: someone drowned him yes
2: so and it was you know, oh Dad, my Googling. I'm
1: gonna be up you all know, night now. <laughs> you
2: know, this is so great to talk like this because something else comes up to my mind now yeah. that was a mum involved. Yeah. And this was on Niscapi Street on the same house, upstairs in her bedroom. Mum woke in the middle of the night and she looked over on my side of the bed. There was a young man sitting. <sighs> do you remember the yep. neighbor across the street? Yeah. Yes. A young man sitting. He had he had a towel a towel around his neck I think and he was naked and he was he was naked and he was wet yep. and he was looking across out the window at the house across the street now what had happened
1: and we, and we, we wondered, didn't know this we yet. didn't know we didn't, we didn't know. know
2: why but all of a sudden the neighbor across the street which was a, an elderly lady lived by herself all of a sudden all this family was over all these cars in the driveway people were spending the night. Yeah, Like like relatives were spending the night at the house. And yep. I thought, oh, maybe it's some, we thought, hey, maybe it's a birthday party or something. But mm-hmm. it was very quiet. Everybody's inside the house. And this was summertime, I think. And so the family was there. Mm-hmm. And this, Joanne saw this young man with, you know, wet, with a towel around his, wet hair, with a towel around his neck, mm-hmm. looking out the window at that house where all this family was yep so again time passes joanne talks to the lady across the street we just knew her as a neighbor across the street hello hello how are you you know didn't communicate other than that maybe come over for tea once or something like that (coughs) she was friends with grandma yes 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 so um joanne said do you mind if i tell you this
1: well first you have you have to say um like mom found out what had happened like you can tell that but she thought that it had happened at his job so like yeah that i feel like that's important to know for this story
2: is that i don't i yeah. don't know that part well
1: no what happened so you found out the next day and spoke to the, well they her. spoke later and they said you know nancy had said the reason why everyone was over was her grandson had passed Grand. away that's right and that we had kind of found out through the grapevine that he worked at a local food restaurant and he had passed away at work and it was very mm-hmm. sudden like it was mm-hmm. just like lights off mm-hmm. like some kind of heart thing or yes. something like that so my mom had decided you know can't be related can't be related she said i'm never gonna bring this up and never bring this up so the woman comes over they're sitting on the front porch mm-hmm. and then yeah go ahead.
2: maybe maybe when we were gonna move i don't know that, well, how much was, later it was it
1: wasn't it was like six months know, later know whether
2: or not to bring this up yeah right? because it didn't she seem said, relatable yes do you mind i tell you that the i night. saw on that night when you had all the families over and staying over your house I saw a young man sitting on the side of our bed, looking out our window Mm -hmm. on the second floor, staring down at your house with, she just, she said she felt like a longing. And
1: that he was, and then, yeah, with the towel and that he was wet. Yeah,
2: and and with a longing, like he was, like he wanted it. He wanted to be there. You know what I mean? Like that type of feeling. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then she said to Nancy, she's like, Mm -hmm. I was never going to tell you this because Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like it was a part of it Mm -hmm. because he had a towel around his neck. And then Nancy went, oh, Joanne. Wow. Yeah. She's like, he passed away getting out of the shower. Yes. Yeah.
2: Which now... The other guy in the house we're in oh, passed away, we're never coming showering out of the shower. Again. My goodness.
1: Dad, don't have any showers, <laughs>
2: please. I will have the French shower with the perfume from now on. God, Holy yeah, smokes, just, I never thought of that. We no. never put that together. And the water, so much water. The guy drowned, my dad washing the sink.
1: My house? Your
2: house with the water coming in. Whoa!
1: Oh my gosh, and I've had so in this house, like this so much bizarre. water. And like, think about that water. Yes. that was around the same time that you had your heart thing mm-hmm. that was the heart same palpitations,
2: year yeah yeah, that Arrhythmia, is, yeah.
1: Yeah, holy shit water's not good water's wow. not good for us
2: I don't swim worth shit
1: no don't swim no I you, don't you oh, will drown wow. you will okay. drown
2: I'll, okay I got, I got one more okay. that I can remember and this was this is I would say this is recent this is within the uh, probably within five years five or six years I was working at the auto plant afternoon shift coming home Going down the freeway, and then I took, for some reason, that night I took a, an off ramp, an exit that is normally I don't take.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's not well lit. It goes more into through an industrial park where Woodstock's being developed, uh, but fewer stoplights. I thought, so I will yeah. get home quicker, right? Yeah. Uh, instead of taking the well lit, maybe catch every red light and a train, right? Yeah, and a train. <laughs> so, so anyways, I, I take this exit, and just as I'm beginning to maneuver, you know, the the turn. I saw, like, instantly in front of me, this huge. We call it Mothman. Yeah. The only reason we call it Mothman because I know in the '80s there was a movie called Mothman. It was a large body, probably six feet tall, with black and black wings, mm-hmm. and it completely
1: the whole front than of the, the car. The whole
2: front, larger than the windshield could take it in. Yep. And, and it's and it was, like, right here. And I'm doing probably fifty km, fifty miles an and it hour. Just flew up over. And it's, it's like I went through it. Oh, it's, like, it's like it appeared and went through it. No sound. Scared the shit out of me right yeah. there. I remember the stop sign. I, I had another left turn to get to the stop sign. I was shaking. It's so, like you know, it's not that I was asleep, yeah. but I was on. I was alarmed. It was alarming. Yeah. What was that? And I went home, and. I didn't say anything to Joanne. I only told it, to her about it months, ag- months later Yeah. in the daylight, sitting at our kitchen table, having breakfast. And I said, cause I was, I, I was carrying it, right? I knew yeah. it. Right. And I felt, you know, this one night <laughs> I come home <laughs> and I tell her the story and I said, scariest thing. I got goosebumps right now just talking about yeah. it. But when I told her right then. The same thing. I got so alarmed, even relaying the story to her, like the hair stood up on my neck and my arms. Yeah. And my mouth got dry, like it is right now, being <laughs> that I'm telling you. Yeah. And uh, she says, "Well, maybe it was an owl." I go, <laughs> no, Joel No, no freaking, so owl freaking owl like, freaking like that. Weird. No, and it would have hit a thump. Yeah. <laughs> it would have hit a thump. And she said, "Well, maybe you're kind of daydreaming." I said, "I was awake because I was negotiating the turn. I yeah. would have gone straight and not taken off-ramp, the exit." Off ramp, right? So I was, yeah. It was an off ramp. Just a little. You had to go from highway speed down to. Road speed take it to a stop sign. So it was like a letter S. And uh it was it had a real effect on me because I didn't talk to Joanne for to bring it up for months. Yeah. And uh I know there's a movie in the nineteen eighties starring Richard Gere called Mothman. Yeah,
1: they remade it in two thousand two, I think. And it
2: was about this mythical creature what, what have you that's large
1: i want to read you this real quick mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is the true story behind the legendary mothman and it was said to terrorize west virginia but he's been seen all over the place so usually it is is when the mothman's seen um it means there's a big tragedy that's about to happen like a really big one so here it is on november 12 1966 in west virginia a group of grave diggers working in a cemetery spotted something strange They glanced up from their work and they saw something huge which soared over their heads. It was a massive figure moving rapidly from tree to tree. The gravediggers would later describe this as a big brown black human being with wings. Um, This was the first sight that was reported and it would be known as the Mothman, the elusive creature that that remains mysterious um, that night. and it it frightens witnesses anyone who puts it on there so what ended up happening so just three days after the grave diggers initial report in nearby Point Pleasant West Virginia two couples noticed a white-winged creature about six or seven feet tall in front of their car that they were all sitting in like it just like appeared just like Mm -hmm. yours did Um, eyewitnesses Roger and Steve told the paper that the beast had bright red eyes and they were about 6 inches apart and that the wingspan had to be like 10 feet which makes sense with what Mm -hmm. you said they had an urge it it, it like came at the headlights which think of a moth right Mm -hmm. it's it's going to the light so Mm -hmm. you're pulling off in the middle of the country Mm -hmm. and it flies right at your car according to witnesses the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds which again goes with your story it like went right over you perhaps as fast as 100 miles per hour. All of them agreed that it was kind of like a clumsy runner was on the ground um so what i do know here i want to like scroll forward there's a huge sign there's like a big like they have a statue of it in point pleasant but i know that it was seen um and then a couple days later a bridge fell and it killed like 40 something people so and then it was seen another time and then Mm -hmm. there was a plane crash like it's always seen before Mm -hmm. these really weird
2: precursor to some disaster yeah
1: and that makes sense why you didn't bring it up because like i
2: didn't i because i i i remember the movie because it was a decade earlier yeah. 15 years ago before that yeah. that i had seen the movie and i remember vaguely about it i thought yeah that was a good movie at the time but it just it was so large it was like a snap it went right right through like over me or through the car but didn't make any sound, scared me so badly i sort of kept to myself because i thought something's terrible gonna happen you know
1: best not tell everyone about yeah. it manifested yeah. happening that's
2: right <laughs> right. but knock on wood yeah. i mean uh, joanne already had ms and you know she was at the stage she's at yeah but nothing disastrous happened to you or joel or to myself and i'm still on the right side of the <laughs> dirt yeah so, you know so that's yeah. And uh that was like 5 years ago. So
1: Do you have you ever taken that exit again after that happened?
2: Not at night. I no? do not I take it during the day, but I I don't It was a we bad feeling. We should do, it. It, we
1: should a do ba- it for a YouTube no, video. For a YouTube video. No,
2: it was midnight. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I
1: don't want to do no, it no,
2: really. I don't want to do that. Okay. No, it was it was dark. It was unlit. It was around midnight. No. It was not much traffic and that was that was strictly me.
1: And that's and something that like, lived with was. you.
2: Right? Why me? Why did I see it? Do
1: you ever think about it? Like, do you ever have moments where you kind of like live in it and think about it?
2: I I think about it enough to know that I don't want to be there again. Yeah. You know? There's some things you just want to do, don't want to do again. Is it because of the feeling you feel inside? Yeah. Or in your head? Yeah. Or... The smell, <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know, no, I get, I but get you just you don't mean. want to be there,
1: right? No, I get yeah. you. And and that's one of those crazy experiences that like so few people have in the world. But it's like, it, and I, I've said this in podcasts before, I get so mad when people are like, I don't believe in ghosts. It's not real. And it's like, the things that I've seen... And here's the thing, like, a lot of people talk about it like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts or or all this, but like, you know, you read the Bible or something, you believe in all this, and it's like, this world is fucking crazy, and shit happens every day, and miracles happen, and dark things happen, and it just it blows my mind everyone's like oh no that's not possible i have lived to the point where i think that literally anything is fucking possible at this point i've seen crazy things let's put it this way i talked about a fart and i have 21 million followers yes. anything can happen
2: yes anything <laughs> anything you're right and, and sometimes like it's like when you were little like at that earth house yeah we weren't into that no you weren't you were a child yeah right? you're were, you were an infant yeah yet you were receptive yeah. You're receptive to the little girl under the table. Mm-hmm. Sarah? What was her name?
1: Mary Agnes.
2: Mary Agnes. Wow, beautiful name. Yeah. You know, and you were receptive to that. And that stuck with you.
1: Oh my god, hold on. Oh what hold on. Her name is Mary Agnes. I'm Selena Mary. Sorry. Just oh, we okay. both have Mary. Right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
2: <laughs> so mixed. Okay, so anyways, and like you it wasn't that you wanted it. It came to you. Yeah. It came to you. Yeah. So and I wasn't thinking about the Mothman or this scre- whatever I saw at night like this Joanne didn't want it didn't even know what was going across the street at, yep. at the lady that had all the company over because he had passed away and they all came to her house because she was the you know the matriarch of the family right yeah and the, and there he was like she had knew nothing of it yeah right and then told Nancy and Nancy cried when <sighs> she said, what happened right
1: yeah.
0: And, and like and that's associated. the thing it's not like
1: we search it out mm-hmm. i get so many messages and i take everyone's message as a truth because there's so many times where i wanted to be believed but sometimes i hear these stories and i feel like you know it is being forced or they're really wanting it to happen do you know what i mean and, and exactly how like you said like this isn't something where i was four and i'm like ghosts you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but like de- here i am decades later i am selena's spooky mm-hmm. boo because my whole life mm-hmm. has ha- been full of these mm-hmm extraordinarily weird experiences that I can't explain.
2: Well, you're receptive. Mm-hmm. I think you're like a large satellite dish.
1: I feel like you a know satellite what I mean? dish.
2: You know, so you're picking up, right? You're picking up from everywhere. I
1: attract. That's what I think. And I feel like that kind of falls, follows into like, lays kind of look at my life. You know, the fact that like... Th- I kind of pull things towards me i really believe in manifesting i think like if you really focus on something you can build up like this this power to bring it towards yourself so you know that light was you know uncontrolled when i was younger so i pulled in these entities because you know they 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 work off of energy but i am someone who i feel like has a lot of come on i'm over the top we all know that but i feel like i have this Pull Like, this energy that's, like... It tires people out sometimes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, it fucking does. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't think I'd be where I am in my career or anything if I didn't have this weird energy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's with you, definitely.
1: And I wonder where it comes from, because I feel like this kind of thing is inherited. So I feel like mom had it, and I feel like you both had it, so I got super it, and I got Joel's half, too. So, like... (laughs) i'm the super size yes
2: that's
1: joel got the happy meal that's right. (laughs) but no i can't wait like i really hope like when joel comes and does the youtube videos and stuff i really hope that um he'll he'll experience something in one of these haunted hotels but i also feel like if something does happen to joel he'll just be like i'm out fuck it i'll be in the car
2: that's what he'll do
1: it is exactly what he'll do that's what
2: he'll do
1: well i have to ask you do you have any closing words for everybody listening today you got you got tell them anything
2: well this is really interesting and some of these things that we spoke of are the first time that we heard them. and as you heard a couple we actually tied together right here right now like oh my god like it's a holy shit moment i didn't know this fuck water right (laughs) yes yes and to hear it like water is life
1: water is life (gasps) water is (laughs)
2: life whoa and we all come from water
1: we do man it's it's just weird too to like i've heard the story but it's telephone you hear it through different people and stuff like that but i'll never forget mom told me your mothman story because like mom can't keep a secret no and immediately i was like mom don't tell anybody fucking tell me this and then i made it i have an old podcast don't tell
2: anybody don't tell anybody soon
1: don't tell anybody soon (laughs) that's right it was six months let it wear out yes but no guys Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Haunted State. I think it was one of my favorites. It was a lot of
2: fun. I enjoyed that was it. That's fun. It I'm was. glad
1: you came. Will you come it back again? It scared
2: me a little bit.
1: Are you weirded out? And I feel like I this. I
2: teared up. I teared up <laughs> too. Did. I could feel it. You maybe see the reflection <laughs> in the light.
1: I feel like something spooky is going to happen here. Like this like, backdrop is going to drop or a light's going to turn off. We've jinxed. Something will happen today we will report back next episode okay but guys thank you so much for watching don't forget you're in the podcast app right now or you're on youtube i don't know if you're on youtube hit that like if you are listening to this just pop in scroll to the bottom hit that five stars leave me a review that's how we do well and that's what honestly you liking it makes me want to keep trying so guys i love you check out my youtube channel you know where to find me on tiktok and don't forget if you're having a bad day or you are going through something funky in your life things are going to change and they're going to get better i also want to say thanks to everyone who i met at the fair. If you're like from Woodstock and we're at the fair, that was bonkers. I met some of you and thank you for telling me your stories and trusting me with your stories. But yes, don't forget, everything can change tomorrow. It did for me. I love you guys. Stay cool, boo crew. Bye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well.